You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome back to Cosplay Confidential. I'm your host, Kiki, and I'm here in the Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak with my co-host, Sean, from Magnitude Cosplay. Happy Monday, even though you're listening to this on a Thursday when the episode comes out. Happy Monday Thursday. There we go. It's almost like Maundy Thursday, only better. So much better. So much better. Uh, unfortunately, Will cannot be with us tonight. So everybody, you know, thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Here we go. Uh, we have a wonderful guest in the studio with us today. Uh, we have Justine from JP Cosplay. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, Justine is probably – she's – I think you're the second Cheryl cosplayer that I've ever done any photos with. You are the first straight up Cheryl cosplayer the that OG I've done photos Cheryl. with. OG Cheryl. Though I do have uh leader of the broken was Charlene, but we did a whole little mini shoot with the gummy bears and everything. It was great. That so, was so much fun. Yeah. Uh, so let's, let's talk about your, your cosplay. How did you get started with cosplay? Well, my husband actually introduced me to cosplay. We started dating and he wanted to go to Motor City Comic Con in 2015. And a lot of his friends kind of dabbled in cosplay. And he's like, we're going to do a DC group. And he recommended that I be Harley Quinn. And that was before I started watching the animated series or really knew who she was as a character. So I just kind of dove in head first and read some comic books and watched the animated series and fell in love with her character like so many women do. She's a very fun character. And I just kind of threw together a closet cosplay, cosplay or Disney bound yeah. mm-hmm. with things I found at the mall and had in my closet. And it was pretty well received for being my first cosplay. It was so much fun. I had a very I had a similar experience throwing together a closet cosplay as my first cosplay. So it's it's so satisfying and it's so unexpected I think. Um a lot of people think you have to have like the perfect cosplay and just everything just right before you can start. So it's nice to hear you know that you had such a great experience going out your first time. It was so much fun and I definitely think that's a great place for cosplayers to start. Start with things that are in your own in your own wardrobe or that you can buy, you know, pretty cheaply to see if that's a hobby you really want to invest a lot of time and money into. And once you've decided that you love this hobby, then you can go, you know, more in depth with things. Absolutely. Um and since then, where has your cosplay gone? Well, it's gone quite a few places. Um I've done some some Disney bounds, which are a lot of fun. And then I did a Princess Leia swimsuit shoot at RiverCon, which if you guys listen to some of the earlier episodes of Cosplay Confidential, you'll definitely hear about that event there. So I kind of start say that's my rebirth for my cosplay. That's when I started really taking it more seriously and making it a f- full-time hobby, if you will. Um, but since then, I've really fell in love with DC Bombshells. Right now, I'm working on a Bombshell Mira cosplay. I have a Bombshell Harley cosplay. That's probably my favorite Ooh. at this time. So I really love doing group cosplays. That's definitely where my heart is. Yeah, I was going to say, I remember seeing your uh, Bombshell Harley at that Valentine's event at RPO. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. It was really, it's, it was really cool to see up close because I've seen photos since then. But I don't know. Something about seeing someone's cosplay in person is so different from seeing it in mm-hmm. photos. Mm-hmm. And you can see all of the 
all the details more clearly and you can see all the work that goes into it. And so it's really, it was really cool to see. It's weird. I think too, seeing it like three dimensionally, as opposed to just like a photo, if that makes sense. Like, like you get to see like the back of it and you get to see like in the flesh, I guess how it moves. Exactly. The, the flow of it and all that. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so what what draws you to some of the other characters that you cosplay? Because I know you for the uh, ha- for the amount of time that you've been cosplaying and and since I've known you, you've been very prolific in the amount of cosplays that you've done. So what do you think draws you to those characters? A lot of it is either characters that I identify with, like they have some similar traits that I do or things that I aspire to be. And other times it's just characters that are are fun. Like I do Cheryl from Archer and I'm nothing like that character, but <laughs> she is so much fun to be. Same with Harley Quinn. Like I'm not really as wacky as she is, but it's just fun to kind of get out of your own skin for a day and be someone completely different. Yeah, I was going to say you were like – one of the people who looks in real life most like Cheryl that I've met, but you also are literally the polar opposite. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's, it's gotta be a lot of fun to take on crazy characters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what are some of your, uh, what are some skills that you've picked up from doing all these cosplays? Um, well, I've started sewing, like I got a pretty nice sewing machine recently. And so I'm starting to, to dive into that more. I still have a lot to learn. Um, for some of my Yumicon cosplays, I've started foam work. And that's definitely a new skill for me. So I'm definitely dabbling in a few different things and trying to level up each time I work with it. That's a great uh, leveling up is a great way of thinking about it. Mm. Because it's it's definitely something that always keeps growing and keeps building the more you mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. And that's something I try to do each time I wear one of my cosplays. And like, what can I do to make this better? What can I do with these new skills I've learned? Or what else do I want to learn? Because there's just so many skills out there in the cosplay community. So many things to learn and explore. The way that I kind of see it is I envision it as being like a skill tree that you see in a lot of video games and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of specific ones. I think like civilization and whatnot has like a skill tree where as you level up, you essentially unlock skills and then those branch off into other skills and more advanced versions of those skills and so on. It's literally a skill tree with all these branches and whatnot that you have to progress through. And I kind of see it like that because you're not going to be – I mean, maybe you are, but you, typically you won't be working with high dimensional warbla if you're not already like sewing and working with your basic craft foam to start. So, okay. so, so it's really kind of a gradual process. That's a great way to think about it. Yeah. You're not going to dive headfirst into the hardest skills mm-hmm. before you kind of have some of your basics down pat. Right. Uh, so with all of the cosplays that you've been doing, you also have sort of a, a, in, informal like princess group going on as well yes i love my princess group so much so that started out of rivercon um me and nicole who goes by super nikki 97 on instagram we met at the at that rivercon shoot we were princess leia and padme so that was kind of a a fun bonding moment and from there we did a wreck it ralph shoot with all the princesses in their pajamas it was so much fun and people just wanted to keep cosplaying together after that and i've met a lot of great friends that way and it's just a fun little community that we've built yeah it's um if you want to find them on instagram 
that is um, Upon a Star Princesses, right? Yep. And the link's also in my bio. Awesome. On Instagram. And your Instagram is underscore JP Cosplay for people who are listening. So I know that's that's sometimes hard to get across in the – what am I trying to say? In the description of the episode, if it's not on Instagram. Um, so, yeah, what what are some uh, things that you've done with that princess group? Like, where are some places you've gone? So we did the princess shoot, the pajama one for Wrecker Ralph, too. We did that at my house, which was so much fun. We had, like, pizza, and it was just a fun gathering. After that, we did hipster princesses, so we went to the mall, and that was fun. We kind of had to skirt security a few times because they were looking like, what are you guys doing? We didn't didn't get kicked out or anything, which is nice. They were more curious. Um, After that, we did, in August, uh, kind of like a fantasy photo shoot. So some of us were mermaids. We had a fairy. Um, Some people just did swimsuits. So it was kind of like a fun summer mashup. Yeah, I saw you did like a a mer a mermaid aurora. Yes, Aurora. Ha ha. Thank you. <laughs> that, the saddest thing. Ha <laughs> 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 Sorry. Uh, no, c- continue. That was a lot of fun. I've always wanted to do a mermaid cosplay, and so it was it was a fun opportunity to get to do that. Uh, it seems like it would be, and you've got. A whole, you've got a bunch of different varieties of, let me restart that sentence. You've got a variety of genres of cosplays that you do as well. So you've got some, you know, some video games in there, some anime, Disney. What's your favorite genre to cosplay from? Definitely DC and Disney cosplays are my absolute favorite. Initially, when I started my cosplay Instagram, I was nerd of all traits and I thought, you know, I like a good portion of things, um, but then I came to realize that I don't like everything as much as I thought I did. The more you learn, the more you figure out what you like, what you don't like. Mm-hmm. But I do like a general wide variety of things. Yeah. And it's the the DC and Disney ones that you do are so – they're so distinct. So it's really cool to see those. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um what if you had a dream cosplay, what would it be and have you done it yet? I have not done it. It would definitely be Belle in her big princess dress at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. But I would want to make it more gold versus yellow. Mm-hmm. Yellow just I don't feel like it looks good on my skin tone and gold is such a regal color and I think it would just it would really pop with her, especially with a rose. Yeah. No, that's is that something that you dream of making yourself or being able to afford to purchase that's one i would love to make myself and i think the reason i haven't done it yet is i don't feel like i have the skills to do that justice yet so i think that's going to be something maybe a year or two down the line when i want to really work on that yeah that's that's a that's a big undertaking for sure um what's You've done a lot of group things between DC, Disney, everything. What um, What's a dream group cosplay that you would like to do? Mm, that's a good question. I feel like I've done a lot of the groups that I would want to do. So typically how I get started in a group is someone just expresses interest. And I'm like, ooh, I really like this too. Let's make that happen. Because I think someone else said on a previous episode that group cosplays just draw your attention to them more. There's more magic, more happening there. And I definitely Mm -hmm. agree with that. So I think that's why I'm always drawn to that. 
it's a good callback. Oh, it's so nice to have someone who's <laughs> listened to the show so much. I've been uh, binge listening the last couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. You're welcome. Um, if there's a cosplayer that you've not met that you – I don't know that I've asked this one before. Cosplayer that you haven't met yet but you followed and just – you know, no matter time and money and everything, nothing is an issue. Um, who would you love to collaborate with? Oh. Hmm. I feel like a lot of the cosplayers that I follow that I haven't met, they usually live in California. Yeah. That's where I, a big cosplay scene over there. So it would definitely be fun to work with um, Dr. Pepper Princess. She's just a great inspiration. She talks about her struggle with mental health a lot, and I'm a social worker, so that definitely connects with me, and she does a lot of princess cosplays as well and superheroes too, so that would be a lot of fun to collaborate with her. Yeah, for sure. Um, So being a social worker, do you think that influences uh, your cosplay life at all? I definitely think so. It started out as a way for me to cope with the stress of my job, because it, it's very stressful listening to people all day with what they're dealing with. You know, that definitely wears you down emotionally. So that's kind of how it started. Um, but now I kind of use it as more of a platform because I want to be an advocate for the cosplay community. There's a lot of people in the community that have mental health difficulties. So I want to kind of be an inspiration and a place where they can ask questions and, you know, just get a little advice here and there. That's something that's really it's fairly uncommon in the cosplay community, I think, to have someone who is straight up a social worker because there's a lot of people who are very much advocates about, you know, expressing your mental health and um, being open about your mental health issues and, you know, offering help in any way they can. But there's it seems like there's fewer people, far fewer people who are quote unquote qualified or actually like qualified like this is your day job sure they're not professionals thank you professionals mm-hmm. uh, so have you you know should maybe try maybe open up a uh, you know cosplay cosplay social cosplay social work cosplay counseling you know I kind of had <laughs> that idea the other day like yeah. I could get a Dr. Harleen Quinzel cosplay Ooh. and just be like this Shut is <laughs> be like this is Dr. Quinn's pop psychology and do a little here and there of advice and whatnot. That would actually be a really good panel. That would. That would be at so a con. Much that fun. would be fantastic. Like just in general, like as a serious thing as like a like a a humorous thing like all you could cover like all aspects of it in one go yeah yeah like get honestly get a bunch of doctors on that like you've got dr quinzel dr strange you've got dr banner all the like, doctors. like you could get a large number going there that that would do really well uh dr venture from the venture bros that if there's too. any there's any venture bros fans listening um you know krieger who may or may not be a doctor. <laughs> uh, no, that would be cool to, to do something about, you know, a mental health panel when you're like, you know, actually a social worker and, you know, tips and, you know, that would be really, you should, uh, I would suggest that you consider that for I, future cons. I might, yeah. that might be something I do in a year or so. Yeah. 
kind of see where it goes. Um, also, I think her name on Instagram is Winnie Foo Cosplay. She's mm-hmm. also a counselor. Winnie Foo. Oh, yeah, I, I love, love that. her. Yeah, she's great. And she's also a mental health professional. So yeah. that would be a fun thing for me and her to collaborate with. I've known her for future. a bit, but I didn't know that about her. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep. Yeah. She's yeah. awesome. No, I've seen she and she does really unique cosplays. We will have to <clears throat> we'll have to have her on sometimes to talk about her very unique and distinct cosplays mm-hmm. and mental health and all that. Yes, she's also a member of Upon a Star Princesses. Yes. Um. So, going back to your cosplay, um, there I think we have. We have a few minutes left. We don't have to go into the end game just yet. We've, we've, we've still got a few minutes. Okay, good. good. Yeah. We don't have to go into end game just yet. Um, if there's a skill that you would love to have just magically imparted to you right now for a cosplay skill, what would it be? Probably foam work. I think they just, all the cosplays with excessive foam work just draw my attention. All that armor, it's, it's just incredible. Yeah, it's, it's it's a whole world that I it's it's hard to comprehend all of the different kinds of foam work that mm-hmm. there can be. It's crazy. Yeah, there's so much you can do with it. Yeah, and I'm gonna plug right now for you and for anyone listening the She Prop community on Facebook. Um, yeah, She Prop community. It's a great place for women to talk about. Their women and uh, non-binaries to talk about their uh, to share their progress on their cosplays, and it's a lot of prop makers and cosplayers of ver- of varying skill levels, and it's a whole national, if not international, group. And they're at a lot of the major cons, and they're really supportive. Just as it's a way for women to find a safe place women and non-binary folks to find a safe place in the cosplay community because there's so much, a lot of negativity when we, whenever something is posted in mixed company, there tends to be some kind of backlash or some unnecessary criticism or unwanted, unsolicited criticism from usually men, usually straight men. But there, the she prop community is a great place. So I would suggest you check that out. I think you would really dig it. Yeah, I'll definitely have to check yeah. it out. Um, is there any cosplay that you would want to completely redo? Mm, probably my Ariel Ray mashup. That was the second cosplay I did. And oof. I got some pictures and it looks okay, but that was not pretty close up. Um, like you've said, Kiki, in other episodes, that was hot glue and dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, sometimes cosplay is just hot glue and a dream. Sometimes it can be so much more. It can be <laughs> staples in a dream. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but the dream is what's most important. It yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what – I'm I'm going to actually <clears> – <throat> I'm going to ask you two of the questions. Ooh. We got time. So I'm going to ask you two of the questions because I'm very excited about them. So, And you seemed to like them. So, uh, Why don't you do the two that we didn't do on the last one? Ooh, that's a good call. Yeah. All right, let's do the two we didn't do on the last one. Ooh, okay. Question. So if you could mash up – I know you've done some mashup characters. If you could mash up any two of the characters that you've cosplayed that you haven't done yet, who would it be and why? 
That's a hard question. I think a Mira and Harley Quinn mashup would be fun. Kind of like a under-the-sea wacky thing. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, that would be fascinating, actually. Yeah, I could do like a hammer slash trident, maybe a hammer with like some spikes on the top. Wow. I'm liking that. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Like Harley Quinn, but with scales. Scale armor. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I like that. Um, And if you could live in the universe of any of your characters, whether you're a random person in that universe or you are that character, if you could live in the universe, Mm. whose universe would you want to live in? Well, probably whatever universe would be the safest. (laughs) (laughs) So I wouldn't die. Most people don't go that approach. I like that. That's very pragmatic. Yeah. Got to think long term here. Yeah. Mm, so let's see. I feel like in Archer, there's just so much mayhem and cr- <laughs> craziness. So maybe not there. Uh, probably DC. I don't know. It'd be so cool to have like Batman to be real. Yeah, and all those villains too. That yeah. sounds really safe. I'd so probably safe. Yeah. <laughs> so safe. They live in the big city, so I'd probably have to move to somewhere pretty rural. Ah, yes. And like read about it in the newspaper. Yeah, you re- yeah, you just view it from a distance. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Be like, eh, they're over there. They're Could doing just their be, thing. Huh? That that made the front page. That's cool. Off to my office job now. Yeah, yeah. why not? Yeah, maybe I'd read the news then. Yeah, yeah. You know the Daily Planet. Yeah, yeah. Um. So. We have come to the final question of our show, which is, if you had any advice to give beginning cosplayers, what would it be and why? I would say just definitely make sure that you pick a character that you're excited about. No matter what version you do, just something that you're excited about and try to find someone in your life that can be supportive of that, too. Whether it's somebody in your life or somebody online, just that you have that support system. It's so important when you're starting a new hobby. That's really solid. Mm -hmm. And I've just realized that we've only been recording for about 22 minutes. 22 exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So we are doing pretty good on time. So uh, this is the end of the uh, this is the end of the official episode. But keep listening for some bonus content. (laughs) Bonus content. Um, so if you could, now I get to ask you the third question, which is if you could spend the day with any of the characters you've cosplayed, who would you want to spend the day with? Oh, that's such a fun question. The listeners get all the DLC questions tonight. They do. Uh, Yeah. I think definitely Harley Quinn, because me and her would, we would totally geek out about psychology and all of that fun stuff and be like, so what's it like meeting the Joker in real life? Let's talk about that. Let's unpack that. Yeah. yeah. Let's spend hours doing that. <laughs> I would be so excited. Yeah, that sounds like it would be fascinating. It would be a great time. Um, oh. Hmm. You, I have to ask you, so we talked, I, talk, I mentioned that you have a ton, you just a, a vast array of cosplays that you've done over the last, I don't know, especially year and a half. Um, how, how can you even process doing all of that how has the, what has that experience been like because it seems like every week there's a new cosplay from you 
Oh, well, thanks. Yeah, it's real, like, and they're all good. And I'm just like, well, hot dang. To me, me, it doesn't seem like I come out with them all the time, maybe just because there are a lot of people who have more stuff. Um, But recently I did Cheryl from Riverdale. I might as well just cosplay every version of Cheryl's there are ever. (laughs) Right. To be at dinner tonight, I was like, that's not Cheryl. What is she? Oh, it's Riverdale. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Great. It's another Cheryl. Um, so I've been working on that one for as long as I did Cheryl from Archer. I kind of picked up all the pieces at the same time. So I've just been kind of sitting on a few ideas for a while. And whenever I feel like it's ready, it's like, ta-da, here it is. Yeah. that. There you go. I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really like seeing... Um, uh, there's a huge variety on your feed, and um, one that was really cool was your uh, your peach, your swimsuit. Yeah, your Ooh, swimsuit yeah. peach. Yeah, swimsuit peach from Mario Odyssey. Yeah. So why don't you um, why don't you tell us about the uh, process for that? Oh, that was a challenge. That was my first wig styling, and I feel like I kind of jumped over the beginner wigs and just dove headfirst into that. Um, so I got to give it to the drag queens for help with that. I watched a lot of tutorials, and they showed me how to tease it, and it was so helpful. I spent so much time on that, but it was it was so much fun. Definitely, I probably would redo that one again sometime. Nice, yeah. I mean, it turned mm-hmm. out it turned out super cute. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which do you remember off the top of your head? Any of the um, any of the names of the drag queens whose videos you watched? Oh. I should have came prepared with that, but no. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Um, if you if you think of it within the next few weeks before this episode airs, then feel free to send that over to us and we can include it in the oh, description. Oh, sure. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Or post it in the comments when we post it, whichever. Yeah. So, yeah, sick. Um, and is there... We've asked about... I've asked you about dream mm-hmm. cosplays. I've asked you about all that. Oh, Favorite cosplay you've done and least favorite cosplay you've done? Mm. I kind of say DC Bombshells. They're, they're my absolute favorite. So my Bombshell Harleys, probably my my best one. Um, and that Ariel Ray mashup would probably be my least favorite. But, you know, you got to start somewhere. You just mm-hmm. you have to just do it. And if you don't like yeah. it, you can redo it later. Yeah. What's that um, Shia LaBeouf me where he's in front of the green screen? He's like, just do it. Yes, exactly. Don't let your dreams be dreams. It's a very old meme. But uh, the only reason I'm thinking of it is because uh, I was showing Ryan the actual Cannibal Shia LaBeouf thing for the first time uh, over over the weekend. He got a, he got a kick out of it. Aw. From, so from your buddy Rob. From my buddy Rob. Your good old pal Rob Cancer. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, so I think we're about ready to actually wrap up the episode now. But thank you so much for coming on the show. Not a problem. Thanks for having me. It was delightful talking to you. You too. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and remind everybody where we can find you and all of your cosplay and all of, all of your various endeavors online. Yep. So on Instagram, you can find me at underscore JP Cosplay. On Facebook, I'm JP Cosplay Detroit. All right. And what about um, the princess group? Yes, we are Upon a Star Princesses. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. 
Very cool. All right, Sean, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Magnitude Cosplay. That's all one word, no caps, no spaces. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Magnitude Cos. Uh, the play fell out of my pocket uh, on my way here from work, unfortunately. Yeah, because so he's all. So it's just at Magnitude Cos on Twitter, where I have by far the least engagement. So please go follow me on Twitter. Yep. Where he is all cause and no play. Thank you very much. You're Thank so you. welcome. Thank you. Every time. I will never Every not do single that. episode. Every single episode. <laughs> and then where can we where can we find you online and all of your cosplay um, interactivity and whatnot? Interactivity. That's, that's, the, that's the word I chose and I'm sticking with it. Solid Certainly. choice. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you for encouraging him. <laughs> <laughs> You can find me on Instagram at Real Kiki Elise and Facebook Kiki Elise Cosplay. You can find Cosplay Confidential on Instagram at Cosplay Confidential, where we feature all the cosplayers who've been interviewed on our show and uh, any of the cosplayers that we take photos of at uh, cons in the usually in the Metro Detroit area. But sometimes we venture outside of the state as well, so that's exciting. You can also find us on Facebook, Cosplay Confidential Podcast. And you can hear us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and anywhere fine podcasts are heard through the Podcast Detroit Network. So, once again, from Cosplay Confidential, I'm Kiki. I'm Sean. I'm Justine. Welcome back to Cosplay Confidential. I'm your host, Kiki, and I held it together that time. I'm tearing up, but that's okay. Welcome back to an ASMR mini-sode. And I'm here with Sean from Magnitude Cosplay. Don't do this to me. (laughs) And we have Justine from JP Cosplay. Hello, hello, everybody. Oh, it's it's what you got there, Sean. I have uh, what they call a throwing disc. I can't say the brand name on the air, but um, it's a nice green throwing disc. Um, the little safety stamp says flyer. That's the uh, the unofficial name because we can't say the F R I S P double E word. It's wow. trademarked. Uh, so this is a flying disc. You can throw it and it'll go a couple of feet in the air. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we've said warbler on air and that's also trademarked. But that's not a. Rhymes with. Digsby. Kirsten, Kirsten, who are we joined by tonight? I already said who we were joined by. Weren't you paying attention to me? No, I was playing with my flying disc. Damn it. Okay. I was playing with my flying disc. Hi, Justine. What do you have over there? I have this lovely water bottle. And it can make this little noise if you squeeze it. That's a nice sound. Nice noise. I've got, uh, I've got a glass here. With some ice in it. Shake it, not stirred. And, uh, I'm just gonna crack open a can of Oh, no. This glass has ice and a little bit of Tito's. And I'm just going to crack open this Diet Verner's here. If you are not from Michigan and you're not familiar with Diet Verner's, you're missing out, man. It's like the cream soda ginger ale of your dreams. Here it is. Here's what it sounds like. Here's the can. That's a nice sounding can. It is a nice sounding can. 
Mars has a, has a really nice fizz to it. That sounded like a soda radio commercial right there. Yeah, it's pretty fucking good. So here's, uh, here's, let's pour some furners, diet furners, into this glass here. It's a tall glass. so welcome. Make sure that you use the bathroom regularly and, and drink lots and lots of fluids. Hydrate or dihydrate. Hydrate or dihydrate nerds. And then in this corner, uh, I am sipping on some diet Mountain Dew Baja Blast in a plastic uh, Taco Bell to-go cup. <laughs> <laughs> we have a plastic straw because I hate the environment and you can stir the drink. It makes a nice, just kind of stirring sound. It's about one third full. I'm just slowly sipping on my Diet Mountain Dew Baja Blast, brought to you by Taco Bell. The great, uh, the great thing about plastic straws is they also make the sound. <laughs> Be uh, Coon from uh, South Park. 